Hi everyone, if you are listening to this on the Sabbath, then I would like to wish you a peaceful and prayer-filled Sabbath. True to the Word is continuing with our science thread for our program reviews. It truly is a joy to watch them, to learn about God's creation and worship Him for His works and character. So please join me as I review the first of a three-part series called Creation Astronomy by Spike Fasaris. If you have seen the 12-part series The Heavens Declare, then you will recognize Spike as he was one of the guest speakers in that series. In the Heavens Declare series, Spike did an excellent job at presenting the information with the right amount of condemnation for the absurd so-called facts secular scientists are trying to pass off as truth. In the Creation Astronomy series, Spike looks at the same topic, but from a different angle. Instead of presenting what secular scientists want us to believe, Spike presents what they are not telling us and why. This first episode is called What You Aren't Being Told About Astronomy, Volume 1, Our Created Solar System. Spike's introduction included his testimony about working as an engineer in the U.S. military space program. He was an atheist and evolutionist back then. He left the program a creationist and Christian. The term creationist is something fairly new to me, but it is apparently something that is important to explain in the scientific community. So Spike explains the significance of being a creationist than a Christian in the first part of his presentation. Spike doesn't mince his words. His introduction states the theory of evolution is wrong and that we have a creator. Having said this, he also explains it is not possible to prove creation or evolution. However, the evidence collected so far can be compared with each model to see which one best fits the model. I also like how he points out that the Bible is true and it is our authority and stands on its own word. Spike also asks the following intriguing questions. What did we find when we arrived in space? Why aren't you being told about the solar system, as in the truth about the solar system? Spike goes on to define the solar system, then presents the planets and the evidence found, starting from the nearest to the sun. He gives an account of what the evolutionists say happened in the beginning, and does a great job of explaining why each aspect of the secular model does not work, in addition to providing quotes from secular science journals that confirm the absence of proof. Spike read from the simple statement from Genesis 1, in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth, and gives us information how what is seen and studied is consistent with the Bible. Spike is very good at adding definitions along the way, so the presentation does not become overwhelming due to the lack of knowledge of the terminology, which I really appreciated. We get a great overview of asteroids and how their presence is exploited by secular science when their ideas about planets and other objects in the solar system do not align with results from research and exploration. So, the first planet is Mercury. 
and Spike gives a very informative introduction about the planet with some funny comments mixed in. He explains some important properties about Mercury that cause significant problems for the secular model. For example, he talks about the density, the magnetic field, volatile elements and their connection to the secular large impact theory. Spike relays a statement made after the messenger space mission. Mercury doesn't conform to theory and is not the planet described in the textbooks. He then references 1 Corinthians 1.27, which says, But God chose what is foolish in the world to shame the wise. God chose what is weak in the world to shame the strong. The next planet Spike looks at is Venus. And it's another informative introduction about the planet, which secular science says is similar to Earth, even calling Venus Earth's sister planet. However, Spike presents very effectively how the planets are very different. Next is Earth. The secular model says Earth is around 4.5 billion years, but Spike presents how research shows Earth was created just a few thousand years ago, like the Bible says. He mentions another program he has made that is dedicated to Earth, and there is an overwhelming amount of evidence regarding a young Earth. I'm really looking forward to watching and reviewing that program for True to the Word. Spike explains how the following features cause significant problems for the secular model when we look at Earth. Its magnetic field, its rotation speed, its axis, orbit, the amount of water, and the unique design to sustain life. Spike references Isaiah 45.18, which explains God's plan for Earth. And it says, For this says the Lord, who created the heavens, He is God, who formed the earth and made it. He established it. He did not create it empty. He formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord, and there is no other. Spike looks at the earth's moon next, which is uniquely designed for the earth. He looks at the moon's position, the moon's function for signs and seasons as stated in the Bible, Genesis 1, 14-19 its unique eclipses, craters, and he talks about samples from the moon's surface taken by the Apollo mission. He also looks at the geological activity on the moon. Spike gives us the origin of the moon as explained in Genesis 1, 14-19. And he does this in comparison to the three theories the secular models have explored that were challenged and disproved after the evidence collected from the Apollo missions. Next, we look at Mars, with its huge volcanoes, deep canyons, desert, thin atmosphere, and lack of water. Spike makes an excellent comment about how water found on Mars doesn't prove it is ideal for life, as life doesn't only require water. He also has an excellent question, how can life start without a creator? Next is Jupiter, and the secular model has a huge problem because they simply can't explain Jupiter's existence. They can't explain its giant size, or the concentration of certain elements found on Jupiter, and the quantity of its moons, and the properties, magnetic field, 
volcanic activities and craters on its moons. Next is Saturn, and again, its existence, its rings, magnetic fields, its moons, and their property and activity. And then we have the dancing moons of Saturn. And, you know, I had never heard of this before watching this program. And the illustration is just amazing. But it makes sense because we have an amazing creator. Next is Uranus and its existence causes a problem for the secular model. Its poles and ring system, the stability of its orbit, its moons, especially a moon called Miranda which is just an amazing watch. And then the magnetic feel too. Spike is really uh, thorough in his presentation and it's just a joy uh, to have watched this episode. And I, again, I really look forward to watching uh, the other two in this series. And then the last planet to be um, explained in this presentation is Neptune. And again, Neptune's existence causes a problem for the secular model and its energy, the amount of energy that it's uh, putting out, the activity. Spike talks about the wind speed and the dark spot activity going on and its magnetic field. After Neptune, Spike looks at something called, that he calls TNOs, which stands for Trans-Neptunian Objects. And here we look at comets where they came from, and how long they can last. As a summary, Spike's presentation of what the debate is really about is clear, concise, and informative. He shows very effectively how evolutionary theories have failed to explain our solar system, consistent of bizarre scenarios that contradict and disprove their own models. The media is irresponsible in the reporting of what Spike calls wild accusations by secular science passed off as science. Evolutionary science's main goal is to explain away a creator, no matter how bizarre or how many different scenarios they have to make up, which all amount to the same conclusion, they don't know. Or rather, they do know, but don't want to acknowledge it. Throughout Spike's presentation, we are shown the strong foundation of the Bible and the powerful and creative skills of our Creator, God. I am reminded of the following verses, Acts 4.12, that points us to Jesus Christ, our Saviour, Redeemer, and Mediator for God. Acts 4.12 says, Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. And Jesus said when he walked this earth, Whosoever therefore shall confess me before men, him will I confess also before my Father, which is in heaven. But whosoever shall deny me before men, him will I also deny before my Father, which is in heaven. That is in Matthew ten, thirty-three to 34 and, of course, the verse where it all started, Genesis 1-1, which says, In the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth. This episode lasted a little under two hours, but the time goes so quickly. Spike's excellent presentation skills and the amount of information presented in a simple form makes this episode thoroughly enjoying. 
giving glory and honor to the creator of our universe, God. It's a must-see. I am really looking forward to volume two, which covers topics like our sun and what is beyond our solar system. I watched What You Aren't Being Told About Astronomy, Volume 1, Our Created Solar System, via www.awesomesci.tv.com. But you can also find it on Spike's website, www.creationastronomy.com. Thank you for listening to this review. Until next time, peace be with you.